nerds, you're listening to an episode on the Nerdcore podcast feed. If you're feeling generous, please consider pledging to a tier on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Nerdcore. We have tiers as low as $1 per month. Thanks so much, and enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? It's Friday night, and you know what that means. Welcome back to the Nerdcore Live Show. As always, it is the wonderful Raul Alejandro Mendoza, Mary Chicano here, joined by my incredible co-host, Brad Young Yoda. What's up, everybody? And uh, welcome to all those in chat already. Teddy Time and, of course, Eric. Yeah. Fuck me. Yeah. What merch? What merch, Eric? I'll sign it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? It's another episode of Ahsoka Reviews as we're going to discuss episode seven today. But before we get into any of that, Brad, what up? How are we doing? I, I, I mean. Hi, Cammy. I mean. <laughs> sign toilet paper, bro. Why? Hey, toilet paper is expensive now. Like, shit. Nope. One of the giant rolls is like thirty something bucks now. It doesn't have to be used. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sign you a used one, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roll. I'm. I'm doing all right. So, uh, no work today, thankfully. Yeah. Played a lot. Played a lot of Starfield. So. How's that going? I, I finally got the whole level four pilots thing, so now I can actually fly, like the level class C ships and shit. Okay. Like, stop dying. Yeah. No, it, 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 it's funny just the how um difficult this game is because it's like, oh, you start a mission out and it's like, oh, it's low difficulty. And then you get to the final part of that mission, they're like, nah, we're gonna crank it up. Like you're gonna die a lot. <laughs> yep. Like, like you're gonna die a lot. This is Elden Ring right here. This is this is Dark Souls for you. Pretty much, right? But that, that's the, I, I mean, but it's Bethesda, so generally you don't think that's going to happen. And then when you get just like killed like twenty times in a row, you're just like, I'm, I'm Look, just. Their games don't tend to here. be that hard. No, like Fallout's not hard. None of those games no. are really hard. Stacy says, like me, you can finally fly ships that aren't flying junkies. That, that's the thing. I've been flying Class A type ships this whole time. And I did a mission. And I get a Class C ship, and then I go to take the pilot chair. And it's like, yeah, you can't, you can't fly that. It's like you literally give me a ship. What do you mean I can't fly that? It's like you can't fly it. Yeah. Okay. You can't fly it, Brad. No, I'll go fly, fly it. it. Well, at least you can send Eric a used toilet paper that's signed. I, I mean, I, I may all sign our like the the empty roll. Send that to him. Yeah. Yeah. Lots well. Of I'm glad you got to play. Uh, so Elden, uh, not Elden. I'm sorry, uh, Starfield. Yeah, and, Starfield. Uh, I'm actually gonna yeah. after this. I'm gonna watch a horror film with my wife. So yeah, they watch Continental. Yeah, I'll watch Continental at some point. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be doing Continental on Sunday afternoon, y'all. So what's it called? Uh, well, we won't be live tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna go watch the Creator tomorrow. So in the afternoon, Who I'm gonna be that? busy. It's a sci-fi film uh, that's directed by Gareth Edwards, who, if you look at the Wikipedia page and the IMDb page, it'll say that Gareth Edwards directed Rogue One Star Wars Story, but he didn't. Tony Gilroy shot, reshot most of that film, and Tony Gilroy directed that film. But Gareth Edwards is still credited 
as the the director of the creator. Gareth, Why did Gareth Edwards, Edwards get kicked off a Rogue One? Yeah, but Gareth Edwards did direct one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm sure one of yours, Brad, The Raid Redemption. The Raid. Did we watch that? You never seen The Raid? I don't. It, I thought you've told not, me before you see The Raid that you love clicking. The Raid. It's not clicking. The the Indonesian action film, where it takes place in like one building. It's still not clicking. I, Raul, we've we've reviewed like we've never reviewed it, but movies. you told me before, Brad. Uh, well, I might have, but it. just it's not like clicking right it's now. Barack Obama, no, no. Damn um, it, it stars John David Washington. Um, the I mean, not the raid, but the creator does. Uh, star John David Washington, Gemma Chan, and uh, I'm gonna go watch it tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's uh, gonna go watch it in IMAX, and yeah, it's a sci-fi film. So we'll see how it goes, man. But yeah, Gareth Edwards' newest film. No, I've never seen this movie. You've never seen the raid. You've told me you've seen the raid. I don't think I've told you that. Brandon. Somebody else might have told you that. I've never seen the no. raid. He's he also directed the 2014 Godzilla film. That, was, that, that the, was that the one with Brian Cranston? Yeah. Okay, that's also, good. Also, I'm thinking about the wrong director. He did not do the raid. Okay. <laughs> Fuck me. Who did the raid? I don't know. Oh, I didn't you, watch it. You know what? I think I know who the fuck did the raid. I bet it's Gareth Ev- Evans, not Gareth Edwards. Welcome, everybody. We're uh, we, we're a movie podcast. And, uh... Yep, Gareth <laughs> Evans, because of a one last name. God fucking damn it. Could have sworn it was Edward Yang if we're going off. Yeah. No, it's Indonesian, Brad, not Taiwanese. Fuck off. Uh, so it's Gareth Edwards. I guess we'll see his AI kid full in his in the last five minutes. Yeah, Brad, the marketing for this film was crazy. They were sending the AI, what's it called, uh, people from the movie to just sit at random like baseball, basketball games and shit like that to market this film. Uh, so... Hmm. It's kind of creepy. That's pretty creepy, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, director of the 2014 Godzilla, which I really like. I like 2014 Godzilla. It's a good movie. Yeah. Although, when it comes to the the kaiju movies, it's just like, uh, just have the monsters fight. Yeah. That's That's what American, you know, directors, they don't understand is, we don't. All you need for the people to do is run screaming and go Godzilla. Yeah. I don't need a plot. You don't need a plot. I don't care you about don't humans. need a story. Make Godzilla fight things. Yeah, I don't and, like, care about destroy humans buildings. in those movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about anything else than Godzilla and who he's fighting. Yep. Yep. Brad, wow, Brad, Eric's calling you a scrub. And his opinion means what to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, it's the same man who says he wants my signature. So, uh, yeah, who's the same man who has a who's the same man who has a who has an aneurysm every time Drake says something on the internet? Yeah, I thought yeah. that man was dropping an album on the twenty second, or was I mistaken? Who the fuck knows? Who knows? Who cares? Who cares, man? Um, well, Brad, um, yeah. Yeah, um, I watched this this episode today, and I oh, oh he was calling you a scrub. Oh, that's fine. My bad, Eric. <laughs> My apologies. <Fuck> off. <laughs> um, I watched this episode today, and I went to work, Brad. That's all I did. Um, I also hauled a pretty heavy camera kit from work to the bus stop, to the bus stop, from to to the bus. To, from the bus stop when I get down to my apartment and bro, do you even lift? Yeah, that was that was that was fucking uh, tiring. So yeah, clearly you do. You wouldn't be talking about it, no? Because I just I know that every time, like I don't know, dude. I think that Drake could breathe and Eric would just like come in come in his pants or something. I mean the the last album with Twenty One Savage was good, fantastic album. But... The one before that, but not wasn't feeling it, but. Twenty one seven was good. The last, the what's it called? The uh, the one before her loss is absolutely dog shit. I, 
let, let's be real here. Drake does have a good dis- discography. It's 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 pretty decent. I, I mean, mm. that's that's why the dude has a fucking giant jet engine that you didn't have to pay for. I mean, but all the out al- there are misses in his, in his albums. There are. I think he has an okay discography. I wouldn't say decent. I say it's okay. Do do we? Do you want to go through it? We could go through it and just see how many actually. No, because I'm just gonna go and check right now what we have in the news so far. Other than the writer strike <laughs> ending, what's it called? Which thankfully it ended, and the writers the writers secured a really fucking good deal, a really good deal that makes me really look forward to maybe one day joining the Writers Guild of America. But um, oh man, why the fuck do I open Twitter to Dwayne saying this is not a drill? Dragon Ball Evolution is on Hulu. Who the fuck wants to see that? Dwayne, <laughs> what? I still got the the I still got a whole DVD set of Dragon Ball movies that I need to watch. Yeah, but it's not Dragon Ball Evolution. No, it's not Evolution. Yeah. God. Who the fuck? Oh, Brad, James Gunn confirmed who's returning as of right now to the DCU. I'll give you one one major guess. One guess, Brad. Who do you think out of like one of them? I want you to give me a guess. That's not John Cena as Peacemaker. Who's the one? It's crazy, bro. Um, this person is stuck through the Snyder version of the DCU. Uh, whatever la- last uh, DCU DCU was called, well, who, whoever it was under, um, and and now they're gonna be in this in the, in the James Gunn's DCU. Oh, I know it's not Pete Davidson's character. No. <laughs> um, they've stuck through all of them. Mm-hmm. The one that we've said that if you do not keep this person, what are you doing with yourself? Well, it's not Margot Robbie because we—that's not—we haven't said that about her, even though she no. is a good Harley Quinn for the most we part. We said like if you're gonna keep someone, you keep this one. Oh, oh, um, the 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 director. Uh, no, 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 it's an actor. It's an actor. Oh, it's an actor, not the actress. Actor or actress? Well, that's what I mean. The direct, the actress, the director of the whole fucking thing. Who? I don't remember her name. It's the actress. Viola Davis, Brad. Yes, that one. Viola the, Davis. She's is, the director of like Suicide yeah. Squad and all that shit. Yeah, Viola Davis is uh, Amanda Waller. She's gonna yeah. be playing Amanda she's Waller. Like, nobody else can play Amanda Waller. Yeah. So is uh, Viola, John Cena. Viola Davis is like that. Is that tough bitch right there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena is returning to the DCU. He'll be playing Peacemaker. Um, the guy who plays uh, wait, so they confirm name? Peacemaker is returning yeah. mm-hmm. in a television series or in a movie? I would love a season two. I would. I mean, I would love like five seasons. Just that. yeah. Um, and um, I, I'm I'm gonna need Lobo. Yeah, I can't remember this motherfucker's name, bro. But the guy who plays uh, Vigilante. Um, fucking know. Fre- Freddie Stroma, Freddie Stroma, uh, Peacemaker's friend. Bye, Eric. Bye, Eric. Yeah, bye, bro. Right. Uh, and then of course, uh, Jolo Mariduena will be returning to play Blue Beetle. Well, so, we knew that because Blue Beetle was the first. No, we did. The... We no, we didn't know that, bro. I thought that was. I thought he was under Snyder. Because the movie didn't do good, bro. So like, the movie didn't do good at the box office. So I thought that this motherfucker was gone. And like, I was like, damn, bro. Because I, I like him, I like him as as Blue Beetle. He oh, works really well. I, I, that's the thing. Snyder can see what works and what doesn't. And let's yeah. face it, DC has had quite a few stinkers. Eric, uh, yeah, I'll be waiting. Be yeah. waiting for that. Uh, Wait, they're not bringing <laughs> Nathan Fillion to play Waller, dude. I wish they keep Nathan Fillion. Yeah, keep Nathan Fillion as Rick Flag. But I'm um, just excited when we're going to have Peacemaker back. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, look, that was James Gunn's, um, you know, whole project other than the Suicide Squad. So, but if if he's if he's keeping, I I mean, Aquaman. There's another Aquaman coming out. No, we don't know if he's keeping that. I mean, but Aquaman, Jason Momoa was in Peacemaker. Yeah, but (sighs) hold on, Brad. I have the comments here about what he said because he he kind of led the rundown of all this that. I mean, granted, like I, the, yeah. granted, I, I probably prefer Jason Momoa as Lobo because I think the Aquaman yeah. character is just shit. By the way, uh, HBO is per now that the now that the what's it called the strike has ended. Um, HBO is pro, is prioritizing writing for The Last of Us season two, 
Euphoria season three and the White Lotus season three. So those uh, are their big priorities right now. Yeah, well, that's the big shows. Yeah, and uh, on Netflix side, they're prioritizing Wednesday season two, Stranger Things season what? Five, I think, or I think six. Five. I think it's six. six. Yeah, yeah, it's the last season. Yeah, and and I can't remember what the other all those one was. kids are going to be like thirty before they fucking film that. Yeah. Uh, but here we go. Um, so, all right, here we go, Brad. So, somebody asked him, you said DC studio movies and ca- uh, and canon start with Superman Legacy. I and many others are still confused. James Gunn said this, nothing is canon until Creature Commandos next year. A sort of aperitif to the DCU. And then a deeper dive into the universe with Superman Legacy. Uh, after that, after that, it's a very human drive to want to understand everything all the time, but I think it's okay to be confused on what's happening in the DCU since no one has seen anything from the DCU yet. And yes, some actors will be playing characters they played in other stories, and some plot points might be consistent with plot points from the D- from the dozens of films, shows, and animated projects that have come into DC in the past. But nothing is canon until DC until Creature Commandos and uh, Superman Legacy. Hmm. Okay. What so the hell's creatures commandos? That's... <laughs> that's that's all I was like. I don't know what creature commandos is. Yeah. Is that a thing? That, is that a that thing was... in the DC universe? I don't know. I believe it's like an animated series. Okay. Yeah. Like the only animated series like I even watched was the Harley Quinn one. Because that shit's fucking hilarious. It's freaking awesome. Uh, Creatures Commandos is a fictional DC Comics team of military superhumans. Superhumans originally set in World War II. The original team was introduced in World War Tales number 93, created by J.M. Durant. Okay, whatever. Um, do we have a fucking thing here? Follows a group of military superhumans uh, composed by a human leader, a werewolf, a vampire, Frankenstein's monster, and a gorgon. Okay. Viola Davis is going to be voicing Amanda Waller in this. So I'm going to guess it's just an offset of the Suicide Squad. That's what it sounds like to me. That's kind of what it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maria Bakalova is going to be in this. Was uh, She was in a Borat 2. The blonde girl from Borat 2. But... All, all, I, all I like hear... David Harbour's say, in this too. All, all I imagine when you say creature commandos is just the the animated sharks, like show like street sharks. That's that's yeah. all I'm like is going on in my head. <laughs> um, Maria Bakalova, Indira Varma, who played um, fuck Brad, she was the uh, the lady, um, one of the sand snakes from Game of Thrones. She was the one who, um. Martel, Martel, she was um fuck man. This man's gonna give himself a headache. She was the one was with, with the with the red viper, Pedro Pascal's character. Uh-huh. That girl, the one who had her, what's it called? Uh children. Um yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. I remember, remember her, her fucking name. name. She's one of the right. sand snakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh Frank Grillo is gonna be in it too. He's playing Rick Flag Sr. though. Okay. Well, they did like they did bring back the Rick Flag for the we're gonna call it the James Gunn Suicide Squad because it yeah because we don't yeah well it's the good one yeah well Brad (laughs) Suicide Squad 2016 is called Suicide Squad the Suicide Squad 2021 is called the Suicide Squad oh big fucking difference big difference right (laughs) I call it James Gunn Suicide Squad just so I don't get confused although I could I could just say the 2016 was the shitty Jared Leto yeah. fucking Suicide Squad. Yeah. I don't even know who directed that. I'm just going to say yeah. um, Biker Mice from Man. Biker Mice from Mars. Mars. <laughs> but yeah, um, that's I would watch. I would I would watch a James Gunn Street Sharks movie. Yeah? Yeah. Like, like bro, you might be too young to remember what Street Sharks was. No, I don't know what the fuck Street Sharks is. Like, like, like Google it. Google Street Sharks. It's I better not be fucking great. Some shit. It, it's some dumbass shit. <laughs> yeah. Street Sharks. Stacy knows. Stacy's my age. He knows what Street Sharks is. But like, if, if James Gunn made like a live action of that somehow, 
Brad, what is this? It's tree sharks. I what I've seen this before. Have you? Like I've seen these character models. Oh before. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an animated show or was. I don't think it exists anymore. I, I'm just gonna say they did a lot of drugs in the '90s when they were the um, doing universe? these shows, these these kids television shows. This isn't from the mutants, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No universe, right? No, no. I don't think so. No, it's in its own. It's in its own okay. thing. I mean, it okay. does kind of have looks the same animated. But I'm yeah. just saying, James Gunn making a Street Sharks movie. I can see it. Somebody out there, please give Brad a Street Sharks movie. It's on Peacock for free, y'all. You can watch it there. Actually, you know, somebody out there, I don't even want a Street Sharks movie. I don't want the only thing I want is a Black Tower animated series under HBO. It's coming, Brad. You just got to be patient. That's bro. all I fucking want. Did you by any chance get to watch the trailer for True Detective Season 4? No. I didn't. Okay, because I didn't. I was going to ask if you did because no. I haven't watched it. Now that I know. I wish we could pull it up on here. I wish I wish we were like Joe Rogan and could just pull up shit and just watch it with yeah. that. And Spotify just pays the bill. Yeah, but Joe Rogan has brand deals, Brad. We yeah. Don't, you know, we, we, what's it we will we take some. Yeah. Once, once we like hit Jack monetization, you know, we could help. Jack in the box, black ice coffee. Black ice coffee. Yeah. What is they saying? It's a '90s kid uh, show in the vein of TMNT, kind of like the VR Troopers and Ari Cashin of Power Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like, um, you know, so you had Smurfs, and then you had the, you had the, uh, the fucking undersea ones that was just Smurfs underwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like that. Stacy knows um, what Stacy, what's the Smurfs underwater show? Like, watch Stacy will fucking get it. Yeah, it's like Snorks. I think it's Snorks, like Snorkel or something. So, um, I I need to watch that 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 trailer. I also need to watch these uh uh these um uh, these Wes Anderson short films that are dropping. Yeah, four four of them. Yeah, four of them. Did Wes Anderson just go like like? Because Wes Anderson usually takes five to ten years to make a film. Was he just really bored these past two years? I guess, because like the the French Dispatch was yeah. like 2021. Asteroid City was 2023. And then he's dropping basically a whole nother movie with these four shorts. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh it's been a it's been a busy couple of years for Is he going through Wes. a divorce? Is that <laughs> Is he okay? Is Wes Anderson okay? Has anybody asked Wes if he's okay? That's he crazy, a, Brad. Does he have a fever? Um, well, you know, it doesn't take him that long. I'm just going to say that, like, in the last um, decade, he has, what's it called, uh, released all these films. Like, that's crazy, bro. So it's full, It's three shorts. Uh, the Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, The Swan, and The Rat Catcher. But um, he, wow, that is crazy, Brad. Um, so French Dispatch, he, he French Dispatch 2021, 2023 Asteroid City, and then these three shorts in this year. But before that, 2018 was Can we do, a, can we do a welfare check on Wes Anderson? Hey man, the man wants to work, Brad. I don't know what you're like. Going no, I get now. the man wants to work. It's just it's just it's so much, so much so soon. It's just I'm not used to it. When Netflix gives you money to make short films, I guess you gotta make them, Brad. I mean well, they gave money to Guillermo, and he made a lot of shit, but Guillermo still don't fucking go off like that. Yeah. He like wants to work. Like, the only person I've ever heard have multiple, like, releases in here is DMX. <laughs> oh, man. that was That's a really good question that I'm not going to go ahead and what's called research right now, because it's uh, that would take me doing a lot. But, like, I wonder who was the last director who put out, like, two feature films in the same year. Yeah. Because it's a Actually, lot to make a feature film. Wasn't it Ridley Scott? It I believe Ridley be. Scott put out something the year that The Last Duel came out. Yeah, Ridley Scott released uh, The Last Duel and he released House of Gucci in the same year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is crazy, bro. That is cool. Well, to be fair, that is COVID times too. So, like, those were also Ridley Scott's, what, 90? 91? 80-something, yeah. 80-something? Yeah. So really, Scott's yeah. like, I gotta crank them out. Yeah. I mean, even Scorsese uh, is cranking them out. 
Brad, Scorsese says he has three more left in him. How old is I don't Scorsese? believe him. I don't believe him. This last, this this next one's going to get all the awards. I'm saying that just based on the trailer. I don't this, believe that Scorsese has three more left in him. My might pull a Kubrick get two and a half. <laughs> Actually, God. Kubrick Kubrick did get the last one. He had yeah. it all filmed. <laughs> yeah, he finished that, bro. Yeah, he finished. Yeah, a that. bunch of unfinished stuff that he wanted to make, but like. Oh, yeah, like Who doesn't? Andre Tarkovsky yeah. had like two films he wanted to make after after the sacrifice. I don't know if Kurosawa had any. Hmm. Maybe not that um, I know. I don't know. Kurosawa made a shit ton. So yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, he said that he was what's it called? Uh, I mean, I would love three more films from him. Um, but this last, like, if he were to be like, yeah, I'm gonna retire, which he'll never do. He's never gonna say I'm gonna retire. But this, um, what is it? Killers of the Flower Moon, or yeah, this next film, yeah. this next film, just like whoever did the trailer for that, Marvel needs to hire because I'm so yeah. freaking hyped. And then they released a, another trailer with with Martin like talking about it and in historical context. Well, what I really liked, and uh, it's something that a lot of people were bringing up. They're like, oh, like. The internet does what the internet does, right? You know, people don't understand, like, how respectful Scorsese is and how he understands, like, how people will perceive his films sometimes. The, 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 the what's it called? The, the internet was crying about, like, this, this is not uh, Scorsese's stories to tell and, like, he's going to make it from the perspective of, of the white people in this film. Uh, but he, uh, he said that he, what's it called? Uh, that he approached the script he finished he finished the script and he read it he said that he was noticing that the script was leaning too much to the perspective of the aggressors mm -hmm. so he decided to go back there because he said that that's not the movie i want to make and he brought in the consultants from the osage nation and all that and he, he remade it, and he, the film that we're going to get is that script that he, he actually felt really comfortable making. Well, if you, like, think of Scorsese's movie, usually they are from that perspective. Yeah. From, from from you know, like Taxi Driver. That's from... Yeah. Or, except, or Except in Taxi Driver, where he, like, plays a really racist motherfucker in the car. But, like, <laughs> well, but that's what I mean. It's, like, it's usually more the aggressor that is portrayed in that. Yeah. Like Miyazaki retires each time one of his films. Yeah, Miyazaki re retire. Like you you hear here's the thing with Miyazaki and it's become humorous now is I think he just makes these films cuz he hates himself and he wants to continue hating himself. <laughs> yeah. He's just burdened with life and he's like I might as well just make art. <laughs> yep. Oh man, but um, yeah, I don't believe that Scorsese has three left. Um, I don't know, like, I mean, I, I, yeah, Kurosawa was what 86 and he was still making them. He says, so he says, if, if I could just muster up the energy, God willing, to make a couple more, one more, maybe if that is okay, that's as far as I got. I don't believe him, bro. I, honestly, I don't believe it, that he has two left in him. Honestly, if it would just um, if it would end with this one, if that was just like it, I mean that's a fucking legacy. It was a legacy before this. But I, is, uh, like, but I, but when I felt it, I hope I hope that to me, I hope the the Irishman is his last mob film. Because when I watched yeah. it, I felt like if this was the one to retire on. Marty, well, this is it. Well, he but, got all his core guys together in that too. Yeah, but then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, he's reuniting with the people he's worked with and the people he's wanted to work with for a long time. I think this is such a beautiful like send off to like the thing he's known the most for. So, like, if that's his final mob film, I am so satisfied with that. I want to. I want to. I. I mean, I. I think this next like. And people are saying just well, just from the trailer, someone put up there this is Leo's best role ever. Dude, Schumacher but but that's said, been like Leo's like last three yeah. roles is his best roles ever. Yeah. 
what what shit Django and yeah. um uh shit uh Django then you got uh Tarantino's other movie yeah and uh there's was another one um Revenant Revenant thank you yeah that's that's exactly what I was thinking the one he actually won the award for and then Delma Schumacher says that this is Robert De Niro's greatest performance he's ever done in this film. That's kind of crazy because because <laughs> De Niro's career is um it's pretty uh, spectacular. We sat this course his last film is Marvel Squirrel Girl. It killed like, this, me. Is a, this is the same dude who did <laughs> Casino, like Casino, Raging Bull, Taxi Driver. Yeah, and to say this is his best, I I mean that's that's saying something. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the trailer on this. Like I get, I've seen this trailer now like two or three t- times, and I never do that with trailers. I usually watch it once and be like, okay, yeah. But yeah, that Killers of the Flower Moon looks really good. I'm excited. And this this month, next month is is that's what I'm going gearing up for, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I will be really excited to talk about that film. That might be the one I go to the theater for. Yeah, like I've said, look, if he's got one or two left in him, and he wants to finish off with that, cool. You know, he deserves it more than anyone to say, like, that's it. But um, I'll appreciate him while we got him, bro, because, uh, yeah. you know, he's getting older. And if you want to read that GQ article, Brad, you should. Uh, it made me really sad. Uh, there's a one point in that fucking interview where he says, like, because they ask him, like, what's it called? Do you ever, like, you know, you know, like your friends, you ever talk to them? And he's like, you know, most of my friends are gone. He goes, most of my friends are dead. And he's like, um, he says, um, he says like, oh, I have France, uh, Francis in like in L.A. George Lucas is in L.A. But like, goes kind of thinking about. It, he's like, he goes, uh, I, I'm just. He goes, most of my friends are gone now. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I was like, fuck you. you gotta make me emotional on a fucking Monday morning. I was like, can I? I can't hug this man. But like, <laughs> and he also says that he has a great fear of flying. Can That's we get a welfare check on Martin, please? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just good marketing. I mean, that's hey man, huge. I believe the editor. T- I mean, the editor is really in charge of making that movie, dude. So if the mar- if the editor is saying that this is De Niro's best performance, I'm not gonna put it like, past him. Like I said, if that's the case, Marvel needs to hire the hire whoever made the trailer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, good ass article. If you want to read that, uh, I really liked watching uh, reading it. Uh, it. It made me quite um, quite. What's it called? Uh, uh, emotional. He he talked about his um his past marriages, and he says like, "Oh, I'm still close. I'm close with my kids now." But he's like, "I regret a lot of what happened in those marriages." And he goes, "If I could go back and fix my wrongdoings, I would." And I'm like, "Yeah, this man is like, <laughs> that's like that's like <laughs> most every man ever." Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, like he he'd probably be years on a on a shoot for at least a year. Yeah. So, if he says he's got two more left, and that's it, cool. But like, I don't know, man. I I I thoroughly believe that he's gonna be like Kurosawa, and he's gonna finish like when he's dead. He's like he's he's gonna do it until he dies. Yeah, it's gonna be a Scorsese, Scorsese yeah. moment. Yeah, because uh, I just I don't see it happening. I don't see him just saying like, oh, after two, I'm done. No, unless he's already got some written. I don't know, Brad. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, only he does. But when was what cool. was when what was Spielberg's last film? Uh, The Fablemans okay. last year, which I have not watched, but I have a poster of right here. Yeah, it's a long ass fucking movie, Brad. How long is the movie? Yeah, like two hours and thirty, I think. I mean, I thought you were gonna like say like four hours. It's like Apple saying this is the best iPhone we ever created. Well, the thing is that. There's been iPhones that have disappointed me, and I have never watched a Martin Scorsese film that hasn't disappointed me. I, I you know, to to me, Martin Scorsese is the greatest living director of all time. Right? I mean, I'm sorry, not of all time, the greatest living director right now. Yeah. So. Although you know, the, the last few iPhone drops have been like, um, yeah, we changed the cable again. Yeah, we changed the cable again. <laughs> yeah, and like and. 100, and I believe as well that Thomas Schumacher is one of, if not the greatest film editor as well. So, what's it called? Uh, 
They're saying. Well, did you say living? Living, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Scorsese is the greatest living director. Yeah. I was about, uh, about to say, don't don't be putting no, dirt no, on no. Sally Minkie's but, name. No, no, Sally. Because like, yeah. you know that you know that woman, like Tarantino, oh, yeah. probably Sally had like Minkie. thirty years of footage in one film, and she had to edit that down to yeah <laughs> two hours. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, Sally Minkie is not what's it called is is one hundred percent up there too, for sure. But um, with that said, let's get ready to do this shit. Let's go ahead and talk about Ahsoka. So if you have not watched episode seven of Ahsoka, you should probably get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, or you've already seen the film, go ahead and stay. Either way, how any of this goes, this is your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> All right, Brad. I'm going to read. So episode seven. Or how it's titled, Part 7, Dreams and Madness. Here, uh, Hera must answer to the New Republic while a reunion takes place far, far away. The episode is directed by Greta, no, not Greta, I'm sorry, Gita Vasant Patel. Written by Dave Filoni. And it's what's called from characters by George Lucas. All right, and... You know, just for the fuck of it. Let's see if we got any fucking what's it called. Uh, trivia. 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 Uh, yeah. Oh, my God, man. Nothing. All, yeah. Well, fuck it. Um, yeah. When Thrawn reads Ahsoka's bio, he gets a curious knowing look on his face and says, so Ahsoka Tano was the apprentice of General Anakin Skywalker. Because Thrawn once knew Anakin Skywalker, that is a bit nod to Timothy Zahn's uh, prequel novels about Thrawn. The novel Chaos Rising takes place in 19 before uh, the Battle of Yavin, near the end of the Clone Wars. At the time, Thrawn was still an officer in the Kiss expansionary defense fleet. The Kiss were facing a threat from the new enemy. Thrawn left Kiss space uh, in an effort to search for allies and or new technology to fight this enemy. His search took him to a planet near the edge of the unknown regions. The planet also happened to be the location of a secret separatist base produced so by I'm, a planetary shield penetra- a generator. So I've never seen an animated of these. No. So I, I might be speaking out of turn here, but that seems to be a bit of a stretch. You think he just didn't get the quizzical look on his face? Like I thought, because he's like, wow, that's fucking Darth Vader right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, Brett. While at that planet... Thrawn encountered Anakin Skywalker on a mission to destroy the base. Thrawn agreed to help Skywalker on it with his missions, a mission in exchange for allowing him to take the shield generator as the Kiss did not have such technology. Later on in the novel, Alliances, which takes place in two before Battle of Yavin, after Thrawn joined the Empire and obtained the rank of Grand Admiral, Emperor Palpatine sent both Thrawn and Vader on a secret mission to investigate his disturbance in the force that Palpatine felt. This was Thrawn's first time working with Vader, their mission took them to the same planet that Thrawn met Anakin at, and thanks to Thrawn's exceptional powers of observation and deduction, it was not long before Thrawn was able to figure out that Darth Vader used to be Anakin Skywalker, making Thrawn one of the very few people at the time that knew Vader's secret. Mm, Hence Thrawn's reaction to hearing Skywalker was Ahsoka's master. There you go. That's what I was hitting on. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, because I wanted to get a little bit of confirmation here, uh, I reached out to my 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 um, uh, what's it called uh, my my coworker Brad, and I asked him like, between I was I asked him like what like what how big of a bad is Thrawn? Is he a Vader or is he a Palpatine? And this is what he said: the most fearsome general the Empire has ever had probably second to Vader in terms of tactical intelligence and cunning. He deserves respect. Well, I mean, you get that feeling. You get that feeling from these episodes. Pretty for, much, for, right? For the two episodes we've seen him in. Yeah. So like if, if guy, they somehow end this show with him like being blown up on his own show, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah. 
Yeah, he he was. I don't think he's dying, Brad. I, I, I think really, we're gonna get like a second season. You, here's the thing though. This is the same company that owns Marvel, and they kill off every good villain ever in the damn movie, in the first movie. Like you couldn't have had Killmonger span there for like at least a trilogy. Yeah. So Brad, I'm going to go ahead and send this over to you first. What are your initial thoughts on episode seven of Ahsoka? You know, the last episode we said, okay, this is kind of the the cool down episode, right? That's what we figured after episode five, episode six was the cool down episode. So we figured we'd start to ramp it up in seven and eight, kind of like Andor did. So that's kind of what I went in expecting. And um, I didn't really get that feeling. This felt like more of like cool down. Like really? I wasn't I wasn't getting the whole suspenseful kind of part of it. Hmm. I I felt that this was kind of ramping it up a little bit for me. Not entirely like, whoa. Like I was like, okay, we're gradually like, okay, but, we have our heroes reunited now. We know that like this next one is gonna be this big part. But there was nothing thing. like like the battle any of the fighting scenes, like yeah. the, the turtle dudes got in their turtle shell tanks. And, you know, Ahsoka shows up and, you know, fucks with Balin, but Balin doesn't, like, really get injured. Um, You know, no one, no one really, nothing, no one, like, in any meaningful capacity of the storyline gets hurt or killed in this. Stacy says, when I read about Thrawn back in the day, though the books aren't canon anymore, he was a strategic mastermind. Think Doctor Doom in space. Okay, yeah, that makes cool. a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so so I, yeah, this episode, I, I wasn't getting the feeling of like a ramp up, and yeah. it was more like Thrawn being like, "Oh, I just, I, I just, you know, I'm wasting Ahsoka's time so I can get the hell out of here," which is yeah. very smart. Like, don't get me wrong, that's a smart way to do it, but at the same time, it's also, you know, it, and maybe I'm comparing too much and want too much, like an Andor you know, moment yeah. because let, let's admit those last, was it three or four episodes <sighs> edge of the Ooh. seat freaking and ramp yeah. up. It's like more like straight up. Like, yeah. Well, I understand where you're coming from. Uh, I like this episode. Uh, I think it's a little bit of a slight improvement from the last one, because at least I, I found some stuff interesting in here. Like the fact that Ezra doesn't want to use a lightsaber. He's like, the force is my ally. And I will use the force. Thought that was an interesting choice. Although, although um, he says, "Yeah, I don't need a blaster." Then he takes a blaster off someone and yeah. starts shooting. Yeah, so yeah, was... started to realize that maybe uh, group maybe, of maybe I um d- need more than the force. <laughs> yeah, he started to realize like, yeah, I can't use the force on on this group of kids. Yeah, but uh, um, I liked. I I thought that was an interesting choice. Um. And then, of course, look, Brad. We we knew this had to happen. Like we had to regroup them. We had well, to reunite no, them. I, I agree. So, I so agree. Like, like Ahsoka showing up, and but like this is where I expect like a Balin, you yeah. know, something to happen. Like when Ahsoka throws Balin into the path of, of uh, you know, the ship missiles. Yeah. You think like, oh, Balin's going to get injured, and he just stands up. He's like, oh, I'm I'm still a badass. Like no, nothing really happens to any of the main characters in this. Yeah, nothing does happen. Uh, you're right about that. Well, what's going on with Hera? I thought that was interesting. I was like, okay, what's gonna go down with that with the New Republic? But at this point, like we've, but, we've been away from Hera for a bit. Like, you, so it's like, uh, although uh, cool, cool C3PO moment coming in there and being like, Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever you guys say doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Leia sends her regards. Release the general. Yeah. But I was wondering, um, what what do you think is going on with Balin? Um. Well, so Balin, I think Balin's just there. I don't know. Maybe he's having a a moment of like like, and we've been seeing it throughout multiple of this episode he may not want the Jedi to totally fade away. Like I get that that's, feeling. That's like he's exactly not what I'm kind of fucking with. Brad. He's like, not, I don't think he's completely so. Cause I mean, when we first, when he first shows up, 
with his apprentice were like, oh, Sith. But they're not really Sith. And it's more like more like Balin's Balin's kind of in the in between. And it's like he could go either way at this point. And my feeling is, you know, Balin's probably going to sacrifice himself to save a Jedi. That's that's a feeling I'm getting. Or and then his apprentice goes to the Sith side. That's remember. He even says that in this. It's like, you know, her ambition is pulling her to that. Remember, Brad, when The Last Jedi was going to come out and the first trailer comes out and that famous line at the end, it's time for the Jedi to end. Everybody was like, what the fuck? It's like, what the fuck does does uh, does Luke mean by that? Everybody started to come up with this idea of like, oh, Ray's going to be a gray Jedi, gray Jedi, which is supposed to be like. The idea of like somebody who opposes the idea of the order itself. Yeah, is someone who doesn't believe in the yeah. light and the dark being separate, but yeah, a combination more of a thing that should be com- combined. Which so that you kind of cool. you kind of get in that and from Ahsoka, you kind of yeah. get that feeling. Which I'm wondering if that's what Balin is. Like that's kind of what Balin is, because like if, he, if he's there, not in it, that moment, I... to me it read as in Balin was like, I don't entirely agree with what. Ron wants. Yeah. No, no. And I think you get that through this whole season is Balin, you know, Balin is doing his job. Yeah. That, that's that's what I get. Balin is clocking in at this point. <laughs> uh, Stacey says, hasn't season two been confirmed? Maybe there's a longer story that's being told since there's a Thrawn film possibly in the works. So we don't get the cliffhangers we've gotten in other shows just yet. I all I know is that right now that we have the so we have two three films that are going to come out. One of them is going to be the Mandoverse film that is going to conclude this whole overarching story that we've been following but since Mandalorian season one. Coming out because nobody knows when the Mandalorian no. is ending. No, it's a May Filoni. So I don't know anything about a season two for Ahsoka, but the way that it's going, I feel like we are going to have a season two of Ahsoka. I feel like um Thrawn needs to fire his barber. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although y'all need to release the the Enoch um helmet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Brad's so gonna I can, buy so, that. Shit. So I can put that next to Boba. <laughs> yeah. Brad's just like I, I like Captain Enoch's. Helmet. I like Captain that's Enoch's what... helmet. That's that. I I mean, if there's anything, that's a ten out of ten for me. <laughs> Roman gladiator esque. Yeah. Such a badass. What's it called? Um. Uh, a helmet um, reminds me of um, Brad. Do you remember Ridley Scott's Kingdom of Heaven? I, I was yes. So I, I've been hearing yeah. that too. It, it's uh, Saladin. Yeah, give Saladin, him those vibes. Yeah, yeah, he has like the the golden part in his uh, in uh-huh. his what's it called mask. Yeah, Saladin. So um, fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling that that Balin might interfere with. Um, with what Thrawn is trying to do here. I don't, I don't know if he'll episode. interfere with Thrawn. I think he might interfere with his apprentice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With a shin. With, yeah. Uh, with, yeah. yeah. Because you know, he even leaves because he basically, you know, he, he basically releases her from her apprenticeship yeah. in this episode and tells her your, your ambition is pulling you another way from where I feel my way is. Yeah, which by the way, can we really appreciate that line that that was in this um in this in this episode? I fucking love that line. Um, fuck, I'm trying to I'm trying to I guess I tweeted it out. Um, impatience for victory shall guarantee defeat. And, and he's hard right. ass line. I mean, but we've seen Shin this whole time, and she is impatient. Yeah, like she should easily wipe the floor. You know, with um, uh, forget Sabine with Sabine. Sabine, yeah. She she should easily have wiped the floor multiple times with Sabine, and because of her impatience, you know, Sabine always gets one over on her. Yeah, but um, I loved it, man. Um, I loved I loved that line. I thought it was that's a good line. It's a good line, and it really does kind of like describe a lot of like kind of what Star Wars is in general. Like their impatience. Well, like, well, it's not the first time we've heard that. We've heard it. Yeah. You know, they've told Anakin that. They've told Luke that. 
Yeah. I mean, it's literally what Yoda told Luke when he's like, you haven't completed your training. And Luke's like, I got to go. Bye. Yeah, I got to go see my friends. It's like, yeah. And which, Yoda's like, know, all right, well, hope you hopefully don't die. Peace. I'll stay yeah. in the swamp. Which, to be fair, like, in retrospect, like, I get it. But also, like, Luke Oakum almost killed him. Almost died that day. Yeah. Because he did that. I mean, but it's it's a it's an overarching, overarching theme, theme throughout Star yeah. Wars. So um, you know, I just I'm, I just love that line, and I thought that I, I I'm really interested to see how they ended with Balin. Um, I sadly, if he does die, if he doesn't die in this in the season, it's gonna be really sad because it's like, well, Ray Stevenson is no longer with us, so we can't have him come back. Yeah. So, and I he hope has that been, like, he has been a high point in this this season. So I wonder if maybe Shin, he's going to interview with Shin and Shin's going to have to kill Balin. That might. Because, yeah. That might go. That might be how it goes. Yeah, because you can tell at the end, like, Thrawn's kind of like, yeah, Balin is not, what's it called, with us here. Like, he's not, he's yeah, not he, for this mission. He's not even on the map. No. <laughs> he's like, he went somewhere and it's like, okay. We're missing a mercenary. What the hell? Yeah. Though, like I like like people say, like he's so smart. So he was super smart. He was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm just wasting their fucking time. I'm trying to load up my ship. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here, man." Then the question becomes, what is he loading up onto his ship? Brad, I'm pretty sure he can load up whatever the fuck he wants. You see the the the, the size of that motherfucker? No, no. But my question being, because he has the the, is it the three mothers or what? Yeah, yeah. He has the three mothers there. So my thing is, is he's made a deal with them, and he's got. Something with them dealing with mm -hmm. that. Maybe that's like all his stormtrooper souls or something. I don't know. I don't know. I love the fact that we're we have the the what's it called the the the, the Darthamir. The, the yeah, it's freaking cool because yeah. I didn't know about him until, until I played the Jedi, Jedi game. Yeah, yeah. Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. And I love that they're sticking to like the the thing of like what's it called her like the circle uh, that like shit that they had like where they were like appearing out of nowhere and shit. Yeah, yeah, fucking love that. Fucking loved it, and um, yeah, I th I think the episode was fine. I think it's a slight improvement to me from episode six, but I think this 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 next one's gonna make it or break it for me. Like not to the point where I like it's gonna make it or break it where I either say this is an amazing show or this is a good show. Oh yeah, I I think yeah. it's gonna be a good show overall with whatever. Yeah. But really, I was expecting. Like you only got two episodes in this, unless Stacy's right and they have another season confirmed. Um, but you got to ramp that shit up. Like yeah. you just introduced the baddie of all baddies, and then you kind of slowly going into the last episode. I don't think so. Yeah, <laughs> because let's face it, like you you got you got Darth Vader, you know, and you got Boba Fett, and you got you know Emperor Palpatine. And then everybody knows Thrawn too, even the ones yeah. who haven't watched the animated series. I knew who Thrawn was. I'm like, yeah, I know who Thrawn is. He's another baddie. He's big baddie. Yeah, I feel like he's 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 gonna be the big baddie for this. What's it called? Uh, this whole this whole universe. Which like, if we're looking at the like grand scope of all this whole universe, I think we have like we're not at the end yet, but we're like approaching it now because. We've introduced this big part of this universe. But I think if you continue with Thrawn in the storyline, and maybe he comes into the whole Mandoverse part of it, he shows up. I think you gotta send him in, and that big ship destroys some shit. Yeah. Like I, I need like planets exploding and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I know that we're getting a fourth season for Mandalorian. So, um, I want to see what we got here. Um. I want to. I want to fucking see what's next. Because I know we got like we have skeleton crew, and we have um, fucking acolyte. Um, I know that skeleton crew is part of the 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 Jedi uh, the the Mando stuff. So I don't know where we're we going from here. Uh, Bad Batch visions, tales of the Jedi Resistance, Rebels, the Clone Wars, Ewoks. <laughs> no, not the Ewok show. Yeah. Where are you, man? Not abandoned projects. I want to see what's next. All right. Um, I know. Yeah, we have. Well, Andor is not part of this universe. 
Andor is part of the what's it called the uh, of a different whole different thing that they're doing. Which don't touch Andor. Just let it be what it is. Don't just, just let Andor yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, so I'm right just... here, nothing about a season two of Ahsoka. But I feel like Thrawn, like you can't. There's no way Thrawn doesn't continue yeah. on past this episode. Yeah. So and you know, it's Mando is a part of the whole Ahsoka. Like we know Ahsoka and Mando know each other. Like that's granted. Yeah. So that's my thinking is maybe Thrawn is just the overarching big villain for all this. He's he's the new Vader, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Disney did finally land JBL to star in Acolyte, didn't they? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Damn. 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 Yeah. But uh yeah. That's that's that. Brad, uh, what are you gonna go? What's your final verdict on this episode? But I give the last one. I went ahead and I gave it a seven. Did I give it like an eight and a half or eight? Then I give it an eight. I don't know, Brad. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna go and give it the same as I did last time. Maybe like 0.25 under, just because I'm just kind of like I'm not necessarily disappointed. But, you know, I went in there with the expectation, like, oh, they're going to ramp it up more than they did. And then they didn't really ramp it up. They just kind of continued from the last episode. And so if I got to compare that, I'll probably give it. And if I give the last one eight, I'll probably give this one a 7.75. Yeah. All right, Brad. I'm going to go ahead and give this a uh, like 7.25. I think it's a slight improvement from the last episode. So I gave it a straight up seven. Uh, See, I didn't a... really, I didn't really feel any improvement, just because nothing I, happened to me, anyone. To me, like, slight improvement, as in like there was stuff that I was like actually like, generally invested in here, you know, the stuff with Balin and Thrawn, but like from the last one, it was like okay, like I know what we're doing here, and I know that we're like kind of trying to just like cool down because we just had some fucking monumental couple of episodes, but yeah. I mean, here at like, least there I, was stuff that I was like, okay, I'm I'm interested. In what was may, going on may I'm just feeling like, oh no, nah, like that last episode, like Enoch just showing up in his fucking yeah. gladiator uniform. That 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 yeah. was tight for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I'm gonna be so have... sad when Enoch dies because you know Enoch's got to die at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it's stormtrooper. Really. Thank you, stream element by like you you finally finally you wake up you take a nap. Did you take an app stream elements? Yeah. Before I take off the spoiler banner, so I'm looking at here, like the, the, the rumor projects and the stuff that's in development, like Lando, right? The Lando film. Um, the Taika Waititi film, I believe, has already been done. It's done. It's not happening anymore. Um, Rogue Squadron film. I was, I was looking so forward. <laughs> oh, Lord, right? Like, oh, man, what will we ever do? <laughs> like I like Taika and I, I like you know I like yeah. Thor Ragnarok and all that but I don't know like like yeah. what what story is he going to tell me in the Star Wars universe yeah that isn't so, a Jar Jar Binks Sith film like if uh, they want to do that if they want to be oh Taika Jar Jar Binks Sith film I'm all for it <laughs> but other than that like I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck um, yeah uh, the Rogue Squadron movie with Patty Jenkins is not happening um and the there's an untitled Star Wars film that's being done by Sean Levy who did um fucking Free Guy. I don't care about that one bit. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't give a shit about that. But the three movies that were announced, there's a Jedi uh Jedi Order, a new Jedi Order film with Ray in it, uh from Charmin Obaid Shinoy, and then a Dawn of the Jedi film by James Mangold. And then the the Mandoverse film from Dave Filoni, yeah. Right. About when are we going to get a Knights of the Old Republic? Where are we getting that? That was supposed to be what uh, David Benioff and DB Weiss were going to do, Brad, and then that didn't happen. Because like that's something like I would want to see. I want to yeah. see like, you know, it's kind of like Rogue One and like you know Andor and all that. It's like that's kind of cool seeing the shit beforehand so let's go all the way beforehand and see like what all that was about mm -hmm. well brad um 
give a give a uh, Martin another reason not to finish his fucking books, and then yeah. two people use AI to finish his books. But I just want the I just want the Ryan Johnson trilogy. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah. The the move the, the the trilogy that Kathleen Kennedy and the people at Star Wars swear. Oh, we're still gonna make it. Mm-hmm. We're just you know waiting for the right time. It's not a priority right now. It's like you're not gonna make it. No. Stop. Roll. That's never going to happen. If that's one thing I would bet on, that's the one thing I would bet on is they will never have a Ryan Johnson trilogy. It's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we probably um, will get a Lando movie though, so there, there's that. <laughs> I know that they wanted they wanted to do a, a Kevin a film with Kevin Feige, but like, I don't think that's going to happen. And also, they had the guy who wrote Doctor Strange in the Royalty Verse of Madness on that film. So, uh, no, no, nah, I'm good. And yeah. Don't please don't have Sam Raimi direct one either, unless it's a horror one. Like you might get away with that. Yeah, so it's it's best to just uh, look at just three films: the New Jedi Order film, the Dawn of the Jedi film, and the New Republic film, because those are the only ones are probably. Hey, Stacy, we got space balls. We should just be happy with that, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um with that said that concludes our review of ahsoka we thank you so much for joining us we would really appreciate if you can go check us out on all our social sites the nerdcore.com twitter at the nerdcore underscore instagram at the nerdcore and threads is at the nerdcore as well patreon.com slash the nerdcore where you can get episodes a little free and uh, not free i'm sorry live and early before anybody else gets to watch them in our discord you can also talk to us about ahsoka and in the comments, you can talk to us about Ahsoka too. So if you want to talk about Ahsoka in there, please hit those comments to talk about Ahsoka with us. But we'll be back next week for the season finale of Ahsoka. Brad, I'm excited. I want to see what we're gonna do here, and uh, I just want more Thrawn. I feel like I feel like Thrawn finally gets out of where the well sent him. <laughs> I mean, if I was him, I'd be saying that like, fire on any damn well you say. Yeah, bro. Because I don't know where the hell they're going to bring me next. I'd be making a whole ass fucking laser harpoon for them. Oh, there, yeah. Be, be some Moby Dick up in there. Yeah. Uh, please don't let this Get be the last time we see the, no, the, no, the Notis. I, I love the Notis. Uh, the Notis are so funny. Here, Here's the thing, though. They can't fight. They're peaceful. Like... If you don't massacre them, why are they on the screen? Same reason why this motherfucker was on screen again. All he did was fix a goddamn droid. No, he he had a good line. <laughs> Brad, let the no bad baby not squeezy. Let the naughty the notees come back, Brad. No, no, like like you already have the cute cuddly fighters in the Ewoks. That's enough. Like if you're gonna keep presenting these cute. Fucking things that can't fight. You got to massacre them all. Yeah. What about Chopper, Brad? Can we keep uh, Chopper around? I mean, I I like Chopper because he's the only one like I can under fucking stand. Yeah. I like I the fact him. that like like in uh, he's he's not speaking droid. He's literally speaking English. And and when they were I forget what the someone said something in that like droids don't matter or some shit. He's like what what <laughs> like he wanted to fight what. what? What what? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, Brad, with that said, that we'll catch face. you guys. We'll catch you guys later. See you all on the next one. And we will just well, we'll be back um on Sunday afternoon for a review of the Continental episode two. Next week is gonna be a packed week, guys. When was the last time you guys ever got three live shows from us in one weekend? It's happening next week. It's happening next weekend. Uh Friday. Ahsoka episode 8 review. Saturday, Loki season 2 episode 1 review. Sunday, The Continental episode 3 season finale review. Well, series finale because I'm pretty sure this is a miniseries. So, it's going to be a packed weekend, y'all. It'll be hot. Yeah, it should be fun. I'm gl- look, I'm just glad that we have something to talk about, Brad. Yeah, like keep, yeah. especially television because like television has been good. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I'm actually watching enough TV where I actually have a top 10 of the year for TV. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so. guarantee you the bear season two is up on there. Guarantee Currently it. number one. Yep. Number one. Five stars. Brad, get him out of here.
All right, Raul. Thank you for being host as always. Thank to all those who joined us in chat, new and old. Thank to our listeners out there, our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And in this episode, um, yeah, I have a feeling next uh, episode Thrawn's going to fuck some shit up. So, big baddie Thrawn coming at you. Drop an napalm on a fucking land. Hopefully he gets a, gets a barber, though. So, I'll leave it with that. Bye, everybody. Young Yoda. Force can't save you from fucking, what's it called, death rays, man.